Hey, what's up? Thank you for tuning in to Polite as Fuck. I am your host, Erica, also known as, what, De Niro Supreme or Sweet Face De Niro, also known as, also known as, also known as, you know, Bodega Boys do it, Jesus and Meryl, they're like my favorite. Anyways, what's up, y'all? What have y'all been up to in the past few weeks? I'm back to end the year. I had to come back and do an episode before the end of the year because there's no reason. I just felt like I needed to do one before the end of the year and this is episode 22 so I'm feeling good about this number. I'm big on numbers and numerology. I'm always looking at the sequence of numbers, how they show up or how often they show up but yeah so excuse Maxine yes Maxine Sugarbaker Shaw is my dog she is named after Maxine Shaw from In Living Color and Miss Sugarbaker one of the Sugarbakers from Designing Women and if you don't know those ladies were some Southern Bells child and Miss Maxine Sugarbaker Shaw she came from Atlanta Georgia so she is a motherfucking lady. That's my dog's name. Maxine Sugarbaker Shaw. Yeah. So let's talk. Several things I want to talk about. Uh, we can talk about the queen of rap. We can talk about bright. We can talk about consumerism. We can talk about Meghan Markle. We're going to first talk about... And then we're going to talk about some goals that we have for 2018. And I want you guys to share your goals with me. Don't forget to write in at politeasfuck, F-C-K-P-O-D, at gmail.com. That's polite, S-F-C-K-P-O-D, at gmail.com. It'll be in the description. You can write in, ask a question, topic ideas, whatever you want me to talk about. Um, if I have an opinion on it, we can talk about it. Um, let's see. Mm, what else? Oh, you know what? Speaking of podcasts, let's, let's just give a shout out to the fucking Queen's Court with T.S. Madison and Kaya. Um, they have in a very short amount of time have taken their influence and their reach and have created a YouTube show called The Queen's Court, and uh, a podcast came shortly after that, and they are professional roasters and gaggers, and are gagging these celebrities, and basically the the premise is that they're in court, and T.S. Madison and Kaya are the judges, and they have a docket, and the docket has everybody, and like their viewers, and listeners send in people they want to put on the docket and then Kaya and Maddie go through the docket reading the fuck out of whoever is on the docket and the best thing about it no one is safe nobody everybody can get it everybody can get these bullets everybody and she does not hold Kaya does not hold back she roasts the fuck out of Toya and Regine Carter. Um, and if you haven't seen it, you should go 
and see it. And the let me tell you the best thing about it. They roast, they gag, but the shit be logical, one, funny, two, and some truth in there. So to me, I've always felt like if you're going to read, you're going to throw shade, the shit better have some accuracy to it, some fact to it. Because I don't feel like nothing lands. You can't land a good read if it's just fake what you're saying. You have to have some truth. She told Toya and Regine. Regine, she told Regine. Um, she ain't never been. Ain't nobody ever gave her mama nothing. And all she can do, all she's ever taught her how to do was call her daddy. Honey, let me tell you something. Them people were on Regine's Instagram. And her comments putting call your daddy. Then last night they had an episode where they were buying gifts for everybody. They roasted this year. They got Regine a landline telephone to call her daddy. <laughs> call your daddy. Regine, call your daddy for everything. That shit was so funny. So I just want to give a shout out to them. I wish them much success. I am a supporter of both of them both of them can say Kaya really says can sometimes say some things that can be problematic but I, she's really like a comedian and that's just what it is and everybody keeps telling her you only have one hit but let me tell you something about Kaya she has lived off of that one hit it's not like it doesn't get played. And it's not like you don't break your goddamn back when my neck and my back come on in the club. So don't get brand new and call her a one-hit wonder. She owns all her masters. She owns all her music. She's independent and has a fan base. So I don't know what people deem successful. I do in the music industry. But I believe owning your own masters and being independent is where the true success lies in terms of the music industry. Signing contracts ain't nothing but getting your ass into some slave shit. Prince will tell you that. So, But shout out to the Queen's Court, Kaya and Maddie. I love y'all. That, that was, um, they had a show last night. It was really funny. So watch them. They're on YouTube every Monday night at 10 o'clock, Color People Time. All right, um, let's talk about Bright. Will Smith um, has a Netflix show on Netflix. <laughs> a Netflix show. And he just recently um, created a Instagram. And his Instagram is so funny and it's so fun. I mean, I love Will Smith. I've always liked Will Smith. Um, and it's so funny because the movie Bright is a major film. And I think I believe it costs ninety million to make. Net, don't get me to lie, but it costs a lot of money. I know it costs a lot of money, and it's it's shaken up a lot of things um, in that in the movie industry because it's went straight to it's almost like going straight to video, but it went straight to Netflix. It it what didn't go straight to Netflix? It was for Netflix, like Netflix is essentially the production house i guess with overbrook i didn't see who i don't i don't know if um will smith's production company had anything to do with bright but i'm sure that it did i don't think he is um lacking in intelligence in that department where he can get his coin for movies but bright cost 
Um, I believe it was. Let me see. More about this. Ninety million. Yep, that was the budget. Ninety million. An alternate present day humans, orcs, and elves and fairies have been coexisting coexisting since the beginning of time. Two police officers, one human and the other an orc, embark on a routine night patrol that will alter the future of the world as they know it. Battling their own personal differences as well as an onslaught of enemies, they must work together to protect a young female elf and a thought-to-be-forgotten relic, which, in the wrong hands, could destroy everything. People were criticizing this movie, saying that it was all bad. I believe that writers in the film industry are going to discourage people or try to discourage people from watching this film because of the way that it came out through Netflix. The people are not happy about that. If that continues to happen where movies, television shows, all of that, go directly to Netflix to produce their shit, it's going to really shake up the industry. A lot of people are going to... I mean, that 90, that movie, that could have gone into the theaters. It was good. I thought it was good. I didn't see anything bad. Only thing. I don't want... I don't think it's a spoiler. Hmm. Is it a spoiler? I think the only thing that was wrong with it... My only critique was that the stereotypes that were relating to the orcs were all stereotypes that are relating to black folk today. Um, If you watch it, you'll see. That's the only thing that I didn't like about it. Because the orcs were supposed to be, in terms of in society, um, the oppressed group of people. And black people are not the oppressed group of people. It's the orcs. The elves were really um, rich. And I would really like to see how that... I really hope that there's a sequel. Because I really want to see how the elves' story develop. I think it, if Nolan Will Smith, I'm sure that there's going to be another one. There's going to be a bright two. I say in about two two years, two and a half years, I give it. I have a feeling. Mark my word. We'll see. Um, but I thought overall, I thought Bright was a pretty good movie. Even my sons were watching it. My oldest son, who's 10, says, Mommy, you know what? All the movies that I see with Will Smith are really good. So that tells you something. This is a 10-year-old. All right? But anyways, um, yeah, uh, Bright was good. Will Smith was good. Will Smith is funny on Instagram. If you don't follow him, please go follow him. His ass is hilarious. And he's like a big kid, and he loves attention, and he loves, like, running his mouth. I think it's perfect. But, um, yeah, so Will Smith, that was um, that was a good movie. Bright. I can't find my pen to cross out my list, so I don't repeat my shit. Anyway, so what else is going on? Mm, Queen's Court. My foot is falling asleep. Oh, what have I been up to? Nothing. What did I do? You know, I don't... Um, it, yesterday, today's the 26th. Yesterday was um, what society celebrates um, and they call Christmas. 
um, I don't participate in society celebration or reverence of Christmas. One, I am not a Christian. Number two, um, it's fake. <laughs> um, it's all to buy shit. If you think about it, um, from January to December, every single month, with the exception of August, has an event, a holiday, or a day in which you have to buy something in order to participate. Now, if you don't believe me, we could just take a random month and figure out what's in it. So let's just take March, St. Patrick's Day. May, Mother's Day. June, graduations. And Father's Day. July, Independence Day, which we know it's another fake holiday. Um, what other month? October, you have um, Halloween. November, of course, we have Thanksgiving. And then Black Friday. Black Friday is a concept where all the companies from in their fiscal calendar year have gone into the red for whatever their expenses are as a company. They go into the red. So what they do on Black Friday, red means there's a loss. What they do is on Black Friday, they actually... I'm gonna. I'm using air quotes. Mark down, which is really um, is probably the, um, the original price. What it would actually sell for, without ads and shipping and labor, it would cost this amount of money. It's very cheap. But what that does is actually. Because we thrive in this society by what you see me have, consumerism, it go on Black Friday, buy up all of this stuff that you think you're getting a deal on once you're actually buying it for its regular price, and put these companies back in the black. And the black means that there's profit. So that's how that goes. I don't celebrate um, anything that I have to um, buy um, and then correspond it with religion as though one has to do with another. A lot of people get down on me because I think that as people who are conscious and walking through this and call themselves progressive, celebrating a day that means absolutely nothing is counterproductive. You are saying, you know, oh, well, we get with our families and stuff like that. You know how many tweets I saw yesterday of people saying that they have to be intoxicated to deal with their family? That is drunk and high to deal with their beloved relatives for Christmas. You spend money. You go visit. And this is tradition. What, what tradition are you celebrating, actually? Because if you truly believed, if you were truly a believer, you wouldn't celebrate Christmas because you're doing what society is telling you to do. I have a little saying that is, um, the herd gets slaughtered. I used to have a shirt that said that. The herd gets slaughtered. You know, you're doing everything because society is telling you to do it. I don't. You know, 
spending time with your family that you really don't give a shit about, that you really don't like, to eat a bunch of food that in combination is really bad for your health and can give you a heart attack, cholesterol, and high blood pressure and diabetes. Um, but buy some shit. Buy some shit so you can help these companies get see some revenue before the year is up. Um, I'm not an advocate of any of the bullshit. And I don't understand how people who claim, like I said, to be progressive and conscious can actually participate in this shenanigans. I'm not a fan of it. I'm just not. Oh, New Year's Eve is coming. Do you know what I'm excited about New Year's Eve is Dave Chappelle has a Netflix um, stand-up special. Another one coming out. I can't wait. Dave Chappelle is my favorite comedian. I love Dave Chappelle. He's so smart. He, um, Him and I share a birthday. That's not why I love him. It might be. But he is really smart. And he's been doing it since he was 14. He's a master at his craft. Um, but yeah, in terms of consumerism and Christmas and stuff like that, that's not just something I get with. And it's so funny because every single year, every year, I haven't celebrated or participated in society's reverence of Jesus' birthday to buy a bunch of shit in about 12 years. And every single year, my grandmother calls me either the 24th, the 25th, or 26th to explain um, how she really wants to get my son something. She asked me, do I celebrate? Do you celebrate Christmas? Okay, And I have to explain to them every year, any holiday where a religion is associated to it, more than likely, I'm not going to honor it or celebrate it because I don't practice that faith that is honoring and celebrating these Easter and all that shit. It's not my thing. Um, she asks me every year, do I celebrate Christmas? I tell her, no, I haven't celebrated in whatever year I'm on. This year was 12. And then she says, well, I want to get the boys something. Here's the thing. One, she says it every year. Two, they never get anything. Three, why do you feel like you have to buy them something on whatever day? If you want to buy them something, if you really want to buy them something and give them a gift, Buy it on fucking March 1st, March 30th, April 2nd, whatever. If you really want to buy somebody something as a gift, you can buy it at any time of the year. Why? I don't know. It's just a lie. The shit is a lie. And everything that you tell yourself Every excuse that you give yourself as to why you're celebrating this fuck shit, you're lying to yourself. And that's just what it is. All right. Requirements for the President of the United States. So currently, the, the requirements to be the President of the United States is that you are at least 35 years old and older and that you are a citizen of the United States. Do y'all think that's enough? Because I don't. I don't think that's enough. And, I, and, and I'm trying to figure out now. See, I'm not really a politician or politics type person because I really believe that the way that it's structured, it's not for any of us. But we participate in, this as a society we participate in, go vote, you know, 
vote locally because it's going to really affect you more. Um, but go vote, whatever. Anyways, at the at the baseline of this, it's not it's not meant to include black folks at all. So only way they are including us is in the Thirteenth Amendment, and that's if we put your black ass in jail. You are still under slavery. Anyways, and that and that ties into consumerism because we do all of this 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 um, society is the labor of the of the United States. So basically, what we're doing is working to spend and put money back and then they can feed it to us and we just keep buying and buying and buying and buying. Um, the requirements for to be the president of the United States, I think there should be more than just two because as you can see, it literally means that anybody can be the president of the United States. And I don't believe that that position is just for anybody. It's definitely not for the person who is currently holding the position. He's definitely not qualified to hold the position. He actually isn't probably qualified to run his own businesses. Something is wrong with that man, but let's not focus on that. Let's try to prevent this from happening again. And how do we do that? We need to revisit. They need to revisit the criteria and the requirements for being the president of the United States. The very first requirement I think there should it should be is military service. That's the first thing. Your age, fine, 35. I'll even go as to say 40. 35. You have to be 35. Here are my requirements. You have to be 35. You have to have served in the military with an honorable discharge. You have to... Um, here's the rest of... Oh, shit. I pulled that shit out of that thing so fast. Um, hold on. Let's see. My bad. I pulled that shit out of the wall so goddamn fast. That's not good. Not good. Um, let me tell you what the the requirements are that I think they should be. Mandatory military service was with an honorable discharge, a clean bill of physical health, an IQ, and a spelling test, since they're going to be tweeting, a writing sample, a mandatory mental health evaluation, and one year of public service. So if you want to work in now this is not to be confused with your military like you want to work in some kind of public office some type of civil service job i think all of those requirements um in addition to i don't even care if you're a united states citizen that's some bullshit whatever it don't matter but i guess because they want you to claim some kind of nationality so I guess you gotta be a fucking whatever but that, that those are my requirements for being the president of the United States now where do we go to start this process where do we go and who do we talk to in order to have this shit change because I really believe that nothing in this country will change until the actual 
Constitution, the Bill of Rights, are amended, either destroyed and re recreated. But then who's going to sit around and talk about it? Because that's like the, that's what happened at the inception of their ownership of this land that they sold, is that, you know, nothing, unless that Bill of Rights is deconstructed or destroyed and rebuilt, nothing is ever going to change in this country. Because if, I don't know if you noticed, but your grandparents were fussing about the same shit you fussing about. Grandparents, great-grandparents, fussing, great-aunts, fussing about the same exact shit. I was looking at an image the other day. Trump was talking to somebody. Um, it was uh, um, video footage, and um, it was just a bunch of white men, one black man in the front. You know, they were probably like, get your ass up here so the people won't have nothing to say. But it was all white men. I think I saw one black man. I know I saw one black man, and I think I saw a white woman. Um, and they were just sitting there smiling. Paul Ryan was amongst them. Pence was amongst them. And they were just smiling, and I was just looking at their energy. And it was one particular man. His smile was so evil. He had the biggest smile on his face, but it was just... His face was disgusting. Like he just looked. It's almost as though they're pleased with themselves. It's like we're living for now. Because that's what they're living. They're living for the now. And they're teaching your, their children how to live in the now. And destroy anything in your way. Um, that's what they teach their children. You know. Um, but I don't think nothing's going to change. Those are my requirements for the for the president of the united states because as much as we cannot stand and believe that this motherfucker is the most vile creature and a waste of human flesh on this earth he is currently the head of this country as disgusting as that makes me feel and like i want to throw up this nigga said the other day that he was he led the charge on people being able to say Merry Christmas again. Him alone. He does everything. Did you know he does everything and nobody, without everybody else's help? He does it all on his own. He's the type of motherfucker that would take your work and take credit for it. Like, if he was, like, in a corporate environment, like, he'd be the boss that would take credit for a motherfucker's work. And really, like, walk up there and accept an award and everything and have a speech and everything. Knowing good and goddamn well he didn't do shit. Something is wrong with that motherfucking man. And it's it's not even scary. It's just disgusting, actually. And all we do all day is talk about how much we hate him. How much we can't stand him. The stupid things he say. How incompetent he is. Um... Yeah, we just need to figure out how that's not, this is, this can't happen again. It just can't. Um, it's gross. And that's what's going on right now. I think he's gross. That's my stomach. Oh, my God. Do you hear my stomach growling? Stop the madness. <laughs> anyway, so those are the um, requirements for the President of the United States. What do you guys think? I think they're really good. Sorry if I do say so myself. Let's talk about Meghan Markle. We'll go from one 
land of government to the next land of government. Let's start off with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry being engaged, having their engagement pictures and parties and this and that. Let's not act like there's no racism and royalty, okay? Um, and let's not act like how, you know, these motherfuckers made their money and how they are um, this ruling class of people. Who, by the way, anybody in the royal family, all of them, except for, I think, the people that actually marry into, but all of the people who are actually blood have served in the military, even fucking Queen Elizabeth. So if Queen Elizabeth can serve in the fucking military, so could fat-ass Donald Trump. Motherfucker. Anyways, back to Meghan Markle. She is going to, this black, half-black girl is going to experience so much racism in this while she is married um, to Prince Harry. And when they marry, they will become a duke and duchess because a duke is married, usually. Um, but that's what you change from a prince to a duke, your title, and then on to wherever else to go to. Also, Meghan Markle is, will not be in line um, to, unless other, unless a bunch of people die at one time, she will not be in line for the throne um, until after um, the first son, like Harry and William, until William's children <laughs> have um, access. They have access before Harry does, and his children. Um, yeah, I think she's gonna have a hard time. She's gonna have a difficult time. Princess Diana had a difficult time dealing with them motherfuckers. You imagine a half black girl up there dealing with them, and motherfuckers showing up with Nazi fucking fucking pins on their on their shirts talking about oh i didn't know motherfucker you knew and that's why the fuck you wore it and then the, also the daily mail called her a niggling um n-i-g-g-l-i-n-g which overseas nignog niggling they're calling you a nigga they said it was a misprint but we know the real we ain't stupid over here but she's gonna have a lot of a lot of problems because there is racism in royalty and a black woman and then let me tell you something when it's when you're half black and anything else when it comes to like government and races they only see you as black um and that's what the thing like it's like this black girl is in the royal family or about to be in the royal family and a lot of people are not happy with that and the way that those people are very shady in 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 exhibiting their disdain or their disagreement about something very shady wearing nazi pins and misprints in newspapers and saying it's a misprint no y'all motherfuckers are intentional and we know what the fuck you're doing that girl is gonna have a hard time and i wish her all the best but i feel bad for her and, I mean, I don't know how that's going to turn out. Like I said, she need to go back and read um, Diana's diaries because there's a lot of things that were revealed on how she was treated um, while she was princess. <sighs> NFL teams, owning NFL teams. Well, first of all, everybody knows how I feel about the NFL. I don't like it, and I think it's a death trap. I don't think any person should encourage a child or a teenager or adolescent to play the game of football. Your body, human body, is not designed to withstand multiple continuous blows. 
to your body where your neck is jerking back and forth, where you can possibly get head concussions and collisions and passing out. Never in my life would I encourage anybody to play that sport. Ask a retired NFL player, ask a retired pro football player, would he do it again? Go ask him. Y'all motherfuckers want Cal and Kaepernick to play so badly. Y'all want these motherfuckers to entertain you, to use their bodies to entertain you. It's wrong. Now, Puffy, the um, Panthers owner wants to sell or is going to sell the Panthers and Puffy wants to buy it. Number one, Puffy, I'm sorry to tell you, your money's not long enough, although you are very, 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 very wealthy and worth a lot of money. There is a process to get into that boys club, which is basically the slave owners association is the NFL. Truly, honestly, and truly, that's what it is. And you have to be voted into and approved to be able to own it's a it's it's literally a club <laughs> so puffy i'm sorry um and you will need mad investors to help you because nfl teams are not cheap a study of brains of 111 nfl players showed 110 had chronic ge- degenerative injuries Chronic means that that is going to continue until your life is over. It is no longer debatable, says a pathologist. This is coming from New York Times. Um, a sports art, a sports editor named Tallman identified the piece as one of the year's best articles. I tweeted it. Um, it's from New York Times. And again, it just basically tells you that this sport is really killing folks killing folks even um what's his name aaron hernandez he had this what is it called cte chronic traumatic encephalopathy encephalopathy the degenerative disease degenerative disease believed to be the cause of repeated blows to the head but y'all want to be entertained Speaking of entertainment, um, let's talk about Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, over the holiday season, has shipped uh, snow. He ships snow from wherever to his home in Southern California. Well, Southern California does not have snow, so he wanted to bring the holidays to his home, and he went, he took to Instagram or Twitter or whatever the fuck, social media, and decided to show that he brought the snow to his children and his date showed his children in the background having a wonderful time having a good time it's fun snow hello is fun i have no problems with that somebody responded and stated that um <laughs> this is what wealth looks like this is what wealth <laughs> looks like wealth looks like you bringing in snow from Denver to California or from the mountains of California to Southern California to Beverly Hills or Malibu or wherever the fuck you are. We want to be clear in understanding what wealth means. Wealth is tied to generational access. And if I'm not mistaken, Kevin Hart is the first in his generation to be as successful as he 
So unless his children take his assets and continue to build on them once he dies and continues to build on them and continues to get revenue from their father's efforts and their efforts, that is wealth. Kevin Hart is very rich. Okay? There is a difference here. Here he goes. Some daddy mode kicked in, and I decided to bring Aspen to my kids. See that right there? They go, they go my brother, they go my daughter, they go my son. That's snow. Keep in mind, we're in Malibu, but I brought the snow out here. Shouts out to my right-hand man, slash woman, slash make everything happen. That's Bonnie. Bonnie and her team. They went and did it. We got a snowman over there. I'm missing the Christmas music. Put the Christmas music on. Please. Put the Christmas. Oh. Christmas music. Christmas music. I got a shot. His ass is crazy. Happy holidays, man. Kevin Hart's ass is crazy. Um, he also suffers from severe Napoleon complex, but that's another story for another day. Um, but yeah, somebody says, imagine being this wealthy. And I just said, let's be clear, this is this wealth is generational. This is not wealth. This is somebody very, very rich and I'm not taking anything back and I'm not taking anything away from him actually purchasing or doing that. You got money? Shit. Bring the fucking snow to your kids. If that's if you have access and you have the ability to do it, god damn it, do it. But it's not to be equated with wealth. Alright. So a lot of people didn't like when I said that, but it's true. I mean, we just continue to consume and to consume and to consume. Oh, my goodness. You know what the fuck I forgot? Oh, I'm saving that to laugh. No, I need to talk about right now. Let's talk about right now. But anyways, Kevin Hart, nobody's saying that um, you are not rich, um, but what you're exhibiting is not wealth. I believe that wealth is generational. Um, and then someone's like, well... I said Kevin Hart. Nobody was saying that Kevin Hart was broke. I wasn't saying that he was broke. I wasn't saying that he wasn't a hard worker. But what I was saying was that his 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 assets are doesn't is not considered wealth. Um, but Kevin got his own. What does that have anything to do with it? Him having his own doesn't have it shit to do with anything. And nobody's making the assumption or the assertion that he doesn't have it or that he didn't work hard for it. So then. A young lady on Twitter who I, you know, we frequently go back and forth um, or retweet or whatever. We have, you know, that little rapport or whatever. Um, she asked that, you know, well, Michael Jackson was broke. Um, Michael Jackson went broke. And I had to explain that Michael Jackson is not broke. His estate, I should say, is not broke. It's not hurting. It's not in debt. Michael Jackson's wealth, and I'm going to explain to you what this is, okay? Michael Jackson owns probably your favorite artist owns their publishing. Publishing, if you don't know what that is, you can Google it. I, this is not a goddamn music industry podcast. He owns 10% of EMI and EMI is a publishing house. Before he sold it to pay off his debts, in, in his, you know, when he died, of course, you know, you're fucking rich. You're going to have some level of debt when you leave this world. Um, he owned more than 50% of publishing. And EMI publishing is like Missy Elliott, Beyonce, all of your faves, all, the majority 
of your faves, yeah, Michael Jackson owned their publishing, okay? When he sold, um, they sold uh, a portion of his estate in order to pay off his debt, he retained 10% and also had cash on hand after he paid his debt. The estate of Michael Jackson is far from broke. And the wealth is going to continue to generate. One, from his catalog. Two, from the 10% of $1.7 billion annually. Michael Jackson ain't broke. Don't try it. Okay? That's wealth. Generating wealth. His children do not have to work. Another pe- Other people who are generating um Wealth and I and it's the Kardashians. They're another one, another group. They're very, very rich, generate generating wealth. Now, if you can see the Kardashian, their parents had money. Children, their children, they have money, access. Kim and all their children will have access if they continue to do what they're doing in terms of marching merchandising and having their hands in almost every fucking industry known to fucking man the only thing they haven't fucked with is food that's the only thing they haven't fucked with but everything else they got their hands in it from mobile apps to cosmetics to um they tried to do the music thing which i'm pretty sure you know now they're associated with kanye they're always fucking with somebody in the music they really haven't got into the sports shit but they just fucking sports niggas so they have their hands literally in everything um and that's generating wealth. Now, if Kevin Hart's children, again, take his efforts and his wealth and his riches and they turn it over and they start seeing a revenue and they start making money in order to make money for their children, that's wealth, y'all. So that's what it is. And speaking of the Kardashians, let's talk about this little Christmas card that Kylie was missing over. I have one theory and one theory only, and it's not going to change. Kylie Jenner is so fucking shallow that she does not like the way that her body is changing and did not participate in the family photo. Not like they couldn't airbrush her or put her in the back or something, but I don't know what the fuck they're waiting for. It's not like she's fucking having Prince Harry's baby. She's having Travis Scott's baby girl. Come on now. Ain't nobody that excited. Speaking of bodies and alteration of bodies and, and being and being uh, embarrassed about your body, K. Michelle is, um, K. Michelle is getting her, she had ass shots and she got ass. A lot of women altered their bodies and I have a theory with that too. But she's getting her shots, her, the, the, whatever was injected into her body, whatever foreign object or substance was injected into her body, she's having it removed um, at the beginning of the year, which is wonderful. I think it's great. Um, and the reason why she's changing back to her original body is because she has been told by physicians that her body, her small petite frame cannot hold all that ass. And if she's planning to have a children, will not be able to hold a baby. Her legs will not be able to do it. And so she started developing symptoms of lupus when it was actually whatever is in her body is saying, hey, I don't want to be in here anymore. This is not for me. Let me tell you that your body, the human body is so 
fucking amazing. And if you're not in touch, you should get in touch with your body. And like I said, do five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. And that kind of gives you, gets you in tune with what's going on. You start listening to your body and you can know when something's wrong, when something's not feeling right. And she wasn't feeling all right. And she said she was going to go and have her butt um, taken out. And I applaud her for that. My theory behind this, and then Cardi B is another one. I They had this thing offset. I guess he cheated on her or whatever the fuck. And with this woman, and it showed a video of this woman walking past him, body banging, hella nice body. She walks past him, and then she like, like um, grabs her butt, and then he says, no shots. Like he is enjoying that her butt is natural. But his fiance's butt is not. So it's like you're saying that you like a natural body. What's really fucked up is that in order to meet the demand of men who are visually motivated creatures who will vocalize that they like a big ass, big titty, small waist, great hip to waist ratio, all this bullshit, women have gone to meet the demand and have altered their bodies and continue to alter their bodies to welcome the gaze of men. And now you motherfuckers is talking about you like natural shit. You got these women out here killing themselves so that you can look at them. And all of and ask Kay Michelle, she will tell you, I thought I needed to change myself so that a man could want me. Ain't that some shit? But it's true. Y'all are visual. Men are visual. And you're very vocal about what you like to look at. You like a butt to look like a fucking upside down heart when you fucking smashing it from the back. Right? Not everybody is able to to uh, recreate that. So that's what happened. And it really sucks because a lot of women are changing their bodies and have changed your bodies for the gaze of men and here's k michelle speaking on that very open you know i've always been curvy it wasn't enough you know what i'm saying i thought i want to take it to the extreme and i was like you know i can't a man i'm having trouble with men right now maybe if i had a big old a huge butt mm-hmm. uh-huh. that's i get even bigger love yeah you uh-huh. know so i thought that's what i did i did teeth i did butt um i did hips and now I'm to the point where I've been getting tired of, of it for years, trying to kind of lipo. Now it's to the point where it's affecting my health. Mm-hmm. And wow. we're thinking that the aching and everything that made me go and, you know, get checked for lupus is due because my legs, my butt is so big and my legs are not holding oh. it. Wow. This is so real. People don't talk about that, yeah, though. Yeah. They just want you to be like, ah, that's not it. Like, I've literally gone to doctors who don't want to touch it. I've gone to doctors. I found a doctor now, Dr. Gavami, that's going to do it for me. Mm-hmm. And So that's essentially what's going on here. She, What she's saying is she's speaking for a lot of people, and I don't give a fuck what y'all say. A lot of women are altering their bodies in order for men to look at them and love them because that's what the fuck y'all like. But now y'all saying y'all like natural asses and natural titties and natural hair. So you got all these women walking around here looking like fucking ants. And y'all don't like them no more. 
This is the reason why whatever you do in terms of altering your appearance, you make sure, God damn it, you do it for your fucking self. So that when you look back at it, literally, no pun intended, when you look back at it, it's because you did it for yourself. Not for the gaze of somebody else, not for the approval of somebody else, but for your motherfucking self. And that's real talk. Stop it. If you are going to do it, do it for yourself. Because I'm all for it. Look, if I had the means, I'd get it done too. Not a butt, a tummy tuck. But you understand what I'm saying? That I, I mean, if it's available and it's, and it's safe and all that stuff, yeah, of course. But don't do it for somebody else. Do it for your goddamn self. Because these motherfuckers don't love you. <laughs> so let's stop altering our bodies. Um, hopefully Cardi B... I just imagine when you're 80 years old, walking around with that heavy ass booty, things start to move south for the winter when you get done. All right. That was a little bit of my singing. I know you love it. Do not call all of your A&R folk at once. Um, let's talk about the queen of rap. This is going to be my last topic. Um, we are always talking about who is the queen of rap. And Nicki Minaj believes that she is the queen of rap, and it's okay. She can, she can believe that. Um, it's fine. It's nothing wrong with it. Um, you are supposed to think you are the best, but remember, other people think they are the best too. And in this rap game, you're gonna have to prove. You're the best. And in this rap game, album sales don't mean a goddamn thing if your skills don't match up. So, like, um, what's her name? What's the girl's name? Nicki Minaj keeps saying she's the queen of rap. All the other rappers want her to give homage um, to them because of whatever the fuck. Um, you know, little Kim wants homage from Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is saying that Cardi B is biting her. Let me tell you something, goddammit, for all you motherfucking Nicki Minaj fans up there. One argument that you probably want to stay the fuck out of is saying that somebody copied Nicki Minaj because her very career, the foundation of her very career is that she bit someone else's style all right so that so she is who she is because she bit somebody else's style rode the wave took opportunity saw it became very successful at it she doesn't wear the leopard hair anymore and the pink hair and all of the, the shenanigans being a fucking clown because she really took it to the next level like kim was like fashionable with her hair and shit like that she didn't look like Nicki minaj came out looking like a clown but anyway as long as she don't do it no more Anyways, so people are always talking about how um, they don't want to hear um, Nikki versus Cardi B or Nikki versus Remy conversation because the we accept male rappers in the game that sound alike and look alike. And then we turn around and say um, only one female hip-hop artist can be the queen. And this is not just the public the rappers, the female rappers have also adopted that. So being that we live in a society um, that the music industry mimics, and I was having a conversation with um, two friends that were talking about, you know, this Nicki Minaj and Cardi B thing and women being pitted against each other in hip-hop. 
it's not that they're being pitted against each other in hip-hop because they're also participating in this pitting. We live in this society that enjoys watching two women fight. It doesn't matter what it is. Niggas love watching two women fight over whatever the fuck it is. So the women are not pinning each other. They take on those characteristics. If you look at hip-hop crews, I'm just going to name a couple, and you can go through the, the list if you want to. Look at crews in hip-hop. The Rough Riders, Terror Squad, Bad Boy, fucking um, Young Money. Look at them. They only have one woman who is the queen of the crew, right? So they adopt that idea and bring that outside of the industry and think that they there can only be one woman who is reign who reigns supreme over all female rappers okay and what happens is Nicki Minaj where she fucks up is because she came out with no viable competition at all and decided to say that she's sunning everybody I'm you niggas are my sons you bitches are my sons I'm sunning you Okay, bitch, since you're the best and you claim to be the best and that's part of rap is the bravado and the arrogance and the braggadocious bullshit, if you're the best bitch, prove it. Now, her writing partner is gone. Safari is no longer there. And like I said, I don't like to um, feed the idea that women who rap don't write their own raps, but everybody knows people have writing partners and we're not going to act like they don't all most rappers do who are not really skilled in their lane so they only believe that there could be one Nicki Minaj believes that she suns everybody she has her um, followers and her fans thinking that album sales and chart positions actually mean something because she continues to talk about it in her raps when in the world of hip-hop that corporate lens of album sales and chart positions does not matter to the culture what matters to the culture is that bitch you said you was the best prove it prove it you sunning everybody and what did we get china for china in china at china down to china for china i went to china what, bitch? You took one word and put it at the end of each of your fucking sentences. You didn't rhyme shit. That's what we got. You you calling yourself the best? And in a 16 bars, you take three words and rhyme them together over and over the fuck again? You ain't the best, girl. You are not the best commercially, but that doesn't mean nothing to the culture. You understand? You want to act like you're the best. That doesn't, that's not what it's about. Do you got the juice, Nicki Minaj? Now, bitch, if you have the juice, let's get Nicki Minaj and Rhapsody in a cipher and see who the fuck doesn't get blown out the fucking water Nicki Minaj is not a good rapper y'all let's just call it what it is and if you really want it I mean she's entertaining 
she entertained but in terms of skill level no nah <laughs> no longevity there that's why she's now this like fashionista all of a sudden yeah anybody ain't nobody paying attention to you Cardi B, another one. Y'all not really like y'all entertaining. It's it's because and we're gonna go rewind back to men being visual. Okay. First of all, men don't buy rap music. Women and children buy rap music. That's one. But visually, sex sells. So what better to do than get a stripper and put a mic in front of her face? Come on, let's really talk about it. You think they're going to give Rhapsody a fucking reality show? Hmm? Cash Doll, you think they're going to get reality shows? Motherfucking Young M.A. Come on now. Young M.A. will rip Nicki Minaj to shreds. Do you hear me? And she will have nothing else to say. She'd have to go sit down. Rhapsody will rip Nicki Minaj to shreds. She'd have to go sit down rip cardi b to shreds they would those are rappers them bitches are lyricists cardi b Nicki minaj they're for the visual entertainment sex sales they got big asses and a long weave let's do it because this is what y'all gonna buy but Nicki minaj ain't son of nobody ain't nobody her fucking son i don't know who the fuck she's talking to when she's talking about that because she ain't son of nobody and the only reason why she's in her position because there was nobody out there to go against her. Nobody put anybody up against her. Put Nicki Minaj, Young and May, Cardi B, and Rhapsody in a cipher. See how that turns out for you. That's my time, folks. I thank you guys for tuning in for episode 22. This is the last episode of the year. We'll be back next year. And I hope that you guys have um, some goals written out for yourself on things that you want to accomplish next year. Um, what I want to do is study, learn, and seek, and ascend. That is what I want to study. Um, and I hope Umar Johnson loses his fucking license on the 8th. That's who I forgot to talk about, and I still forgot to talk about him. Fuck that motherfucker. Everything he's doing needs to be investigated. How are you a motherfucker talking about you want your people not to be sheep, not to be led by the white man to slaughter, but when it's time to, to exercise those same behaviors on you and question you, oh, now all of a sudden we're trying to take the black man down. No, motherfucker, we want to see a business plan for this school that you want to put all boys in and teach them misogynistic, homophobic bullshit. Ain't nobody with that shit. We out of here. So I want to thank you guys so much for showing up and spending this time with me. I thank you. Um, your goals. Write your goals down. Don't forget them. And... Take care of each other.